whatever God has blessed you with, whatever position that you have acquired, I want you to lift up your voice tonight. I want you to begin to bless the King of Glory. I want you to begin to lift up His holy name. I want you to begin to magnify Him because there is no God like Him. Open up your mouth and bless His name. He is the great I am that I am. He is the Alpha, He is the Omega. He is the beginning and He is the end. He is the first and the last. He is the only one that can begin a thing and finish it and finish a thing and begin it. Open up your mouth and begin to worship Him. Worship Him in the beauty of His holiness. Open up your mouth and lift Him up. He is the only God that does not sleep 24 7, 365 days in a year. The Bible says that He neither sleeps nor slumber. Open up your mouth and begin to worship Him. He is the God that has been watching over us right from the time that we were conceived in our mother's womb. Open up your mouth and begin to lift him up. Indeed, there is no God like him. Father, Lord, we worship you tonight. These are the voices of those that you have preserved. These are the voices of those that you have kept. My Lord and my God, we gather here tonight, O oh King of glory. My Lord and my God, just to declare how glorious you are, O oh God. How majesty are your name, O oh King of glory. Father, Lord Almighty, we for a moment and I just want to welcome each and every one of you tonight I think it's only my family that I want you guys to move this way move this way hallelujah there is space for everybody here glory and honor praise and all adoration be unto you you see how God continues we thank God for the praise and worship tonight God bless you my sisters hallelujah uh, my sisters and my brothers, heaven is open. It's only just left for you to grab. Hallelujah. There's one thing I know about this God of ours. When he gathers his children together, he normally do that for a reason and for a purpose. He did not bring you here tonight just to look at your face and let you go back the same way that you have come in. If you have ears, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Amen. He has brought you here tonight. 
so that he can add to your life. I was not here yesterday. I believe that something was added. Hallelujah. And today, God wants to take you to another height and to another level. It is my prayer, my brothers and my sisters, that what God wants to add to you, you will not miss it in Jesus' name. And as you receive it, you will not lose it in the name of Jesus. And I also want to congratulate those of you who have been, you know, partaking in the fasting that started yesterday. I want to congratulate you. Because I strongly believe when a word comes and you obey, there is a reward. You know, sometimes we look at it and say fasting does not change God. I believe fasting does not change God. But fasting can position you in a place to receive what God has for you. And I keep saying it everywhere I go and I will say it again in this ministry, my church. Giving, in the end of giving, what God has for you, nobody can stop it. But you have to position yourself. There is no problem at the giving end. Where we have problems sometimes is the end of receiving. I say, what God has for you tonight, you will not miss it in the name of Jesus. We bless God. Hallelujah. I thank God for the man of God in this house. He's not here today. Wherever he is, we'll release our prayers to him. Hallelujah. That God will continue to strengthen him. He will continue to uphold him. He will continue to take him from glory to glory. You will keep him long, keep him strong for us in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory and honor be unto you. Thank you, Father. In Matthew chapter 17, verse number 21, I'm just going to go as the Lord, as, as the Spirit of the Lord is leading me. Yeah, I want you to bring, can somebody just help me? Just bring this to the middle, since it's just one roll so I can face you all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. As we lift up our voice to pray tonight, I strongly believe I just want your spirit to be open. Like I said before, nobody is living here the same way that they have come in. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 17, I believe verse 21, uh, the, the Jesus Christ addressed a certain issue that I want us to look at tonight, even as we continue in our praying and our fasting. He said there are some situations that does not just go when you pray. There are some certain situations that does not just go when you pray. But when you couple it with fasting, it will flee. Am I speaking to somebody? So as we have gathered again tonight, no matter what we have been facing or whatever the situation anyone is facing here, maybe there is been battling, we've been battling with that situation for a very long time. The Lord wants me to tell us tonight that tonight mark the expiration date of that situation in the name of Jesus. If you can believe it and receive it, it will be yours in Jesus' name. Because as we have fasted and as we are praying, our fasting and our praying will never be in vain in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And I was told that the theme of today is, of this week, is seeing as God sees it. Hallelujah. Seeing as God sees it. And as we look at this particular one, I don't want us to forget the big picture of what God has shown us in this year, 2016. 2016 is a year of success. It has already been declared. 
And I thank God for the man of God that is helping us go step by step to help us to continue to live in that success that God has given unto us. He did not say that 2016 is going to be a year of success. He said it is a year of what? Success. It's a prophetic declaration. And I thank God that month by month, God is giving Pastor Bank words that will sustain us as we go along. In the month of January, the prayer point that was given, rather the theme was that we should believe what? Radically. Radical believing. And as you believe radically, there is an elevation that God will take you to. And the theme of this month is seeing as God sees. And as you begin to see as God sees, there is a higher ground that God is taking you to. In the name of Jesus. You know, your amen is under construction. You want me to wait for you to finish constructing it? Hallelujah. I said God is taking us to a higher ground this month. I said God is taking us to a higher ground this month. I said God is taking us to a higher ground this month. I said God is taking us to a higher ground this month. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sing as God sees it. And as I look at that particular word, what I see is what they called vision. When you see as God sees, it's called vision. When you begin to declare what God is saying, it's called prophecy. And the scripture declares in the book of Proverbs chapter 29 verse 18, it says, my people perish. Or rather, where there is no vision, the people will perish. So if what God sees if I'm seeing what God is seeing and it's called vision, that means when there is no vision, people perish. It means people are not seeing things the way God sees it. There are many confusion in the body of Christ today. There are people who are facing depression. They are not able to sleep. There are people who are facing anxiety today. There are people who are living a life of falsity today. They are in the body of Christ. And I want to tell you, when that happens, your vision has, you've lost your vision. And it is so sad that even the body of Christ suffers it the most. When there is no vision, my people perish. I pray for somebody here today. I don't know who, who the Lord has sent me to. But I pray for somebody here today that every spiritual cataract that is preventing us from seeing what God sees shall fall out of our eyes in the name of Jesus. It shall fall out of our eyes. Because when you begin to see what God sees, you begin to get hold of what God is getting hold of. But when you don't see trials, tribulations, circumstances is what your eyes is going to be fixed on. And when your eyes is fixed on that, you will become overwhelmed. And there are a lot of overwhelmed folks in the church as I'm speaking today. Seeing as God sees. I want you to take your Bible real quickly. Hallelujah. Take your Bible real quickly. 
want you to see this particular scripture. I've said it before, but I want you to look at it. There's nobody to help us there, but I want you to look at it. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. I want somebody to read for me the book of Proverbs chapter 29, verse number 18. Proverbs chapter 29, verse number 18. Proverbs chapter 29, verse number 18. If you are there, say praise the Lord. If you are not there, say wait for me. Hallelujah. Can somebody read for me? Read from the King James Version. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Now, what does it mean to perish? What does it mean to perish? When there is no, when there is no understanding of the word of God, that is why sometimes we run heter scatter. We walk like people with no direction. We walk like people with no hope. We walk like people with no courage. We walk like people who is ready to give up anytime. And when we begin to walk like that, our steps in life is not steady to go to where God has called us to do. Instead of bringing people into the kingdom of God, and people are looking at you and saying, if your life is like that as a Christian, I don't want to have anything to do with Christianity. Where there is no vision, my people perish. Seeing as God sees it. And as I look at that word, see, it means to detect it means to spot. It means to discern. And it means to perceive spiritually. So when you are not seeing spiritually, when you are not descending what, the, what God is descending, when you are not spotting what God is spotting, that is where unbelief comes in. Unbelief. About a couple of weeks ago, months ago, the Lord gave me a word, believing. The, the, the danger of unbelief. I don't know if you guys remember. And one of the reasons God told me that we have unbelief in the body of Christ is because we are spiritually blind. When you are spiritually blind, unbelief springs forth out of your spirit. And I pray today, even as we have been praying in this ministry, that every spirit of unbelief shall be put to death in our life in the name of Jesus. I say every spirit of unbelief shall be put to death in our life in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord Almighty, we bless your holy name. Now, there are two parts to seeing as God sees. We are going to pray. We all will have just five prayer points. Now, seeing as God sees, there are two parts to it, my sisters and my brothers. And the first part is, you see yourself the way God sees you. And if you don't see yourself the way God sees you, there is no way you can see others the way God has seen, the way God sees them. Hallelujah. So the first part is seeing yourself the way God sees you. And I believe that Pastor Bank did justice to that yesterday. Seeing yourself as holy. Seeing yourself as blameless. Seeing yourself as loved. Seeing yourself as sanctified. Seeing yourself that God has released every spiritual blessings upon. So when you begin to see yourself the way God sees you, then you cannot stand and say, I know who I am in Christ. Seeing yourself the way God sees you, you cannot boldly stand and say, I know who my identity is in Jesus Christ. 
It's so unfortunate that many of us, we are walking around, we don't know what, who we are in Christ or what we are in Christ. That is why the bully called Satan always come to terrorize us. If you don't know who you are in Christ, if you don't know who God has created you in, in him, confusion, confusion, and I said, look at the body of Christ. Wherever I have gone to minister, it's confusion. And I see, we are just like a sheep without a shepherd. I don't know who I'm talking to today. And I'm here to remind you, even as Pastor Banker did yesterday, that you are loved. Don't look at love. Don't look for love in any other place. Don't look for acceptance in any other place. Because when you begin to look up for acceptance where there is no acceptance, you will begin to feel rejected. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. Your identity in Christ is secured. Your identity, who you are in Christ has been sealed with the blood of Jesus. Begin to see yourself as God sees you. And as you begin to see yourself as God sees you, there are four things that will happen to you. Number one, as a believer, you will begin to soar like the eagles. You will begin to walk in Christ and you will not be weary. The reason that sometimes we walk and say, I am tired, is because we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. You think God is tired of you? You think God has forgotten you? When you see yourself the way God sees you, you will begin to run and you will not be weary. The reason that we are weary is because we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. We are walking by self-effort. Self-effort can only take you thus far. When you see yourself the way God sees you, the issue of sin is settled forever. It's because you don't know who you are. That is why you still go back to what God has delivered you from. As a believer, I want us to know we are not dogs, we are not pigs, we are not goats, we are sheep. And we have a shepherd that is ready to lead us to our destiny. It is only a dog that goes back to his own vomit. It is only a pig you will bring out of mud. Dress the pig, wash up the pig, dress the pig, or put on a royal robe, put on a crown, put a ring on the pig's hand, and the pig will still go back. To his own mud. Seeing as God sees you. Seeing yourself as God sees you. When you see yourself as God sees you, you no longer become a doormat. In other words, it is not everything that the enemy throws in your mind that you will sit down and begin to meditate upon. No matter the story that you will hear, no matter the report that you will hear from the doctor, you will know, no, this is not the report of the Lord. I know who I am in Christ. Sometimes because we don't know who we are in Christ, we are looking for love where there is no love. I remember one time I said in this ministry that my happiness does not come from my husband. My happiness does not come from any man. My happiness, my joy comes from the Lord. Because he's secured. Because if my happiness comes from my husband, that is when the enemy will come and mess with me. When I ask my husband, do this, he doesn't, if he didn't do it, I will sit down and start thinking. 
Oh, this man don't love you anymore. Oh, I ask him to go do this and didn't do that. I ask him to do this. Then the enemy will not start messing with your mind. But if you know that your love, that the love that God has for you is sealed and is forever settled in heaven, your eyes, your focus is no longer on your husband. I always tell myself, because God loves me, my husband cannot do anything but love me. Because when I'm at peace with God, God will cause every other person to be at peace with me. I don't know who I'm talking to today. But I just pray that as we live here today, the way you look at yourself, your perspective about yourself, no matter what comes to your life, will change. When you get a report, you will look at it. This is not the report of the Lord. This is the report of the enemy. You will be able to discern and re reject what you want to reject and accept what you want to accept. Some of us, our mind has become a ground of, of, of rubbish. Because everything that comes to our mind, we are not able to filter it out. And say, you know what? I know who I am. I know the way God sees me. I am not what the enemy is suggesting that I am. I am whole. I am not sick. I am whole. I am not messed up. I am not lost. Because God is the one that directs me, my full step. You will begin, your mindset will begin to change. And as you relate, as you see who you are and you in Christ and you begin to relate well with God, you begin to relate well with one another. Now that spirit of judgmental will no longer be there. I cannot, I cannot say a lot of things about Sister Lola because God loves Sister Lola. God died for Sister Lola. And I keep saying for myself, if I was the only sinner here on earth, God will still come and die for me. That is how much God loves me. And that is how much God loves you. Hallelujah. The second aspect we're going to look at, the first aspect is seeing yourself the way God sees you. And I said, if you see yourself the way God sees you, you will begin to soar like the eagles. And if you look at you, if you see yourself the way God sees you, you will not be weary. If you see yourself the way God sees you, sin will no longer be an issue. If you see the way God, if you look at yourself the way God sees you, then you will no longer be a doormat for the enemy. And the second aspect is seeing yourself as, seeing others as you see, seeing others as what? As God sees you. I'm getting a little confused here. Hallelujah. Confusion is now a portion in Jesus' name. Am I speaking to somebody here? Now, the other aspect, seeing yourself as God sees you as holy, as blessed, as righteous is one thing. Now, I want to ask you a question. How does God still look at you when you are going through trials and when you are going through tribulations? How does God still look at you? What does God see when you are facing issues, when you are facing circumstances? What God does, what does God see? Is he scratching his head and he's thinking, how am I going to get my child out of this? Or he has already made a way. So when you are facing a situation and you see the way God sees that situation and you begin to look at that situation in the eyes of God, your response will change. Your response will change. When you hear a story from the doctor, maybe a medical report, and the doctor said you have this kind of condition, and as you begin to see yourself, the way God sees you in that situation, there is hope. Am I speaking to somebody? 
But when you don't look at it and when you take your eyes off of how God is seeing, that, seeing you in that situation, fear comes in. The reason people are dismayed, the reason they are afraid is because they are spiritually blind. They cannot see how God sees them in that particular situation. I gave a word a long time ago. I said, can God trust you in times of trouble? Can he really trust you when you are facing a situation to say, you know what? God will take me out of this. That God has already made a way. Not that he's going to make a way. He has already made a way. And the way that he has made for you is by giving his son to you, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. I just want you to take your Bible. Please, if you have the scripture, just put it for me. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. How does God see you in trials? What does God see in you when there is tribulation? Because when you begin to see that, you will begin to respond the way God is supposed to respond. Romans chapter 8, verse number 28. He said, and we know that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. Did he say some things? Did he say majority of things? Did he say most of the things? But he said all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. So when the enemy attacks you like a flood, when the enemy comes in like a flood to consume you, what is God saying? God is saying that everything that the enemy has placed upon you will work together for your good. So as you begin to see and look at that situation and you begin to see in the eyes of God, instead of being dismayed, instead of being afraid, learn how to know that all these things, as God is saying it, will work together for my good. We work together for my good because I love God and I've been called according to his purpose. When God calls you, he calls you for a purpose. The purpose of an opener is to open a bottle, to open a can. You have been called for a purpose and nobody can take your place. So you have to understand that no matter what comes against you, no matter what comes to, to, to consume you, you have to understand that they must work together for your good. I don't know the name in which it comes. I don't know the shape in which it comes. I don't know the color in which it comes. Because the word of God says so, that settles it. Look at yourself and say all these things will work together for my good. Because that is how God sees situation and circumstances in your life. It is not made, the enemy may make it for one, but God has a purpose for it. Hallelujah. So you have to learn to know that all things will work together for your good. Because that is what God is saying. That they will work together for your good. And one thing is to see it the way God sees it. Another thing is for you to always learn how to declare it. You have to learn how to speak it. I told you, seeing what God sees is vision. Declaring what God is saying is prophecy. And when your vision marry your prophecy, manifestation will be given better. When your vision, what you see God saying concerning you, and when you begin to declare what the God is saying concerning you, the manifestation will be birthed. And before we get to that manifestation, have an expectation to nurture that manifestation. Am I speaking to somebody today? 
work together for my good. Because I love God and because I'm called according to his purpose. Genesis chapter 50 verse number 20. Genesis chapter 50 verse number 20. Genesis 50 verse number 20. We are looking at how God sees you. What God is saying in the midst of trouble. What God is saying and as you begin to see it also. Hope comes in. Boldness comes in. Confidence comes in. You are no longer intimidated by any situation or circumstances because you know that all things will work together for your good because you love God and because God has called you for his purpose. Amen. He said, we look at the story of Joseph. We all know the story and Joseph's story is one of the stories that I love most in the Bible because it encourages me. That is where I'm able to walk in the face of adversity. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us how God gave Joseph a vision in Genesis chapter 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, even up to 50. And the Bible says that the vision, the dream that God gave to Joseph came to pass. I don't know the vision and I don't know the dream that God has given unto you. It shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. You need to hold on to it. Hallelujah. The Bible said that it came to pass because it, the, when, it, when, when, when the vision was given, he said Joseph brought a bar before him. And they indeed bar before him. But in this particular scripture, when Joseph's uh, father died, the brothers, they were afraid. They were thinking that Joseph will retaliate. But this is what Joseph said. And I want you to see, thank you sir, this is what God is saying whenever you go to trials. He said, but as for you, you taught evil against me. In other words, you meant to harm me. In other words, the situation that comes your way is for a purpose, is to take you down and to take you out. Don't, 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 don't joke with that, hallelujah. Don't joke with that. Don't think trouble come to play pick a book with you. Don't think that trouble come to dance with you, hallelujah. It's for a reason. But God, Joseph said, you meant for bad. In other words, situation is meant for bad. Circumstances is meant for bad. But God has a way of turning it around for your good. So when you are faced with issues and with circumstances and you are looking at it, you are thinking that it's a stumbling block. When you begin to see it in the eyes of God, you will see that it is not a stumbling block, but it's a stepping stone. We see that it's not a stumbling block, but it's a stepping stone for God to take you to the next height, to the next dimension. But if you cannot see it the way God sees it, depression will come in. Anxiety will come in. Pity party, that's what you're going to be having. But if your eyes are open and you begin to see the way God sees it, you will stand up and begin to step out of that situation. You will call it you will no longer call it an hindrance, but you will call it a bridge that will move you to your next level. If you begin to see as God sees it, it's unusual. Normally, I don't minister like this, but I'm trying to break it down the way God gave it to me. It is too much. And my human mind cannot comprehend it. I'm just trying. Hallelujah. And I hope as you live here today, you can go home with one or two things. Seeing it, the way, seeing trouble, the way God sees it. It is not an hindrance. 
it is not a stumbling block. Did God send it? No. I'm not in the category that says that God sent trouble to you to teach you a lesson. No. But he said, when the enemy attack you like a flood, he said, the spirit of the Lord will rise up a standard against it. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord God Almighty will deliver them out of them all. He said, he kept his bone that none of them is broken. In other words, the enemy came to break your bone. But he said he kept his bone so that none of them is broken. I want to just announce to you, my brothers and sisters, when your eyes are open and you begin to see things the way God sees it, concerning your life, concerning your situation, when you begin to see the way God sees this in your life, hallelujah. When you begin to see the way God sees things, when things happen, you will be rejoicing. You will be singing. You will be dancing. Because you know that promotion is coming to you. Promotion in the school of the spirit. It's coming. It's coming. Anybody can say praise the Lord. But anybody that can see through the, the eyes of God. Anybody can say praise the Lord. Let me reframe it. When everything is working well. But somebody that is saying praising the Lord when there is situation and circumstances. is because they can see what an ordinary eye cannot see. Everybody can say God is good when you win a lottery, when you just get a paycheck, when you just get a promotion. Anybody can say that. But anybody that can raise, lift up their hand and say praise the Lord in the midst of trials is because they can see what an honorary eye cannot see. I pray tonight that God will open up your eyes. Because as we are in this world, let me tell you, the Bible declares that any man that is born into this world is born of trouble. You're not going to get out of trouble, but your vision better change. Your perspective better change the way you look at it. So that when others are going down, you are rising up. When others are depressed, you are rising up. Your vision better be good. There's nothing good in the television, but your own vision better be better than what you see in television. Am I speaking to somebody tonight? It better be better than that. Hallelujah. He said, the enemy meant it for bad for me. But God turned it around for my good. Seeing what God sees in the midst of my troubles and the midst of my trials. I don't know how many minutes I have left. Go to the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 1. Ezekiel chapter 1. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 1. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Ezekiel chapter 1. He said, now it came to pass in the 13th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Sheba, that heavens were open, and I saw visions of God. I told you visions is seeing what God is seeing. Keep going. Keep going, keep going. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of, just keep going. The word of the Lord came to me expressly unto Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buze, in the land of Chedians, by the river called Sheba, and the hand of the Lord was upon him. May the hand of the Lord be upon your life in the name of Jesus. May the hand of the Lord continue to be upon you. It says, as I looked, and behold, a wind which came out 
out of the north, a great cloud and fire unfolding itself, and brightness was about it, and of the mist thereof, as the color of the amber, out of the mist of the fire, I keep going, I'm not getting to where, also out of the mist, just go to verse, um, go to verse 6, when he was talking about the dry bone, hallelujah, hallelujah, keep going, keep going, keep going, Straight towards, keep going, keep going. Because of time, let me just quickly, let me just paraphrase that scripture. The Bible was talking about how Ezekiel was in the valley of dry bones. What is the valley of dry bones? When nothing is working, in the midst of uncertainty, when it looks as if everything is caved up on you, and God looked at Ezekiel, and he said, can this situation rise up again? Can you see what I'm saying? Can you declare what I'm saying? That with me, whatever is dead, he will come to come, up, come alive. And whatever is alive will never die. Can you see that? Ezekiel looked at it and began to prophesy. Say what I'm saying. And as Ezekiel began to prophesy, every bones begin to come together. Tendons begin to come together. Flesh came to the bone. That which was dead become a strong army. I don't know where your, whatever is dead in your life. As you begin to see what God sees, and as you begin to declare what God is declaring, any dead thing that is in our life will come back to life. In the name of Jesus, stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. We're going to just pray two prayer points and we will go. We are looking at the way God sees it. This thing is deep. Even it's too deep for me. It's too deep for me. And I know that as I go home and I encourage you, whatever you've put down, it's easy to preach superficial. But whenever it's deep, when it becomes too deep, you need the wisdom and the revelation of God himself to help you understand it. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up your hands. Lift up your hands up. Just lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. The Bible says that where there is no vision, the people perish. I want you to begin to pray tonight and I want you to begin to ask God to open up your eyes so that you can see who you are. Because if you don't know who you are in him, if you don't know your identity in Christ, sometimes we say we know. We can say that we know. But when your eyes, when you're not really seeing things the way God sees it, when situation comes, that is the testing. That is testing. Open up your mouth and begin to pray. Open up your mouth and begin to pray. Father, open up my eyes. As I live here tonight, Jehovah God Almighty, by the power that raised you up from the dead, let me begin to see what you see. Every spiritual blindness, oh God, as I'm living here tonight, I'm living it in your altar. In the name of Jesus, Father, help me to see myself. Help me to see who am I. Who am I in you, Jehovah King of glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, Open up your mouth and begin to pray. Say, Father, open up my eyes. And as I live here, Jehovah God, let my vision change. I am living every spectacle of the world. And I am putting on your own spectacle. I am putting on your own glasses. And as I live here, in every areas of my life, in my marriage, in my work with you, in my ministry, in my job, in my business, even as I visit my doctor, my 
Lord and my God, I will begin to see what you see. My Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Father Lord, we bless you tonight. My Lord and my God, we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Open up your mouth and begin to pray. Father, the word that I've received today, an evil bed will not steal it from me. In the name of Jesus, the word that I've received today, an evil bed will not kill it. The enemy will not steal it from me. In the name of Jesus, open up your mouth that this word, wherever you have received tonight, in the name of Jesus, it will be a fruit, not just in 30, not just in 60, but in a hundredfold. Open up your mouth and begin to declare that in your life it will be a fruit in your marriage it will be a fruit in your work with God it will be a fruit in the name of Jesus Christ the son of the living God father we thank you that our eyes are open we will no longer be blind to the things of the spirit father we thank you for all those that have come here tonight father God even as we go home continue to give us understanding of the word that we have heard today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ and as we gather together we prophetically declare that this year the will of God in our life will be fulfilled. In the mighty name of Jesus our destiny is secured in our Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. In this year 2016 we will not fall. We will not fail. In the name of Jesus we will not be pitied. In every area of your lives we will not be pitied but we will be envied. In the mighty name of Jesus we are blessed going out. We are blessed coming in. We we are blessed sitting in. We are blessed rising up. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Father, for God Almighty, for those who have heard my voice today, they will not partake in the evil that is prevailing. The hand that sustains the earth will continue to sustain you. 2016 will be your best year thus far. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Everything that God has written concerning your life shall come to pass this year in the name of Jesus. I declare to everyone that is hearing the sound of my voice, it is well with you. It is well with your household. It is well with your children. It is well with your family. It is well with your business. It is well with your ministry. It is well with your job. It is well with everything that pertains to you. In the name of Jesus. As you hear the sound of my voice, wherever you find yourself this year, listen to me, listen. Sorry, sir. Wherever you find yourself this year, the help of God will be waiting for you. The help of God will be waiting for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, you will not beg for bread. You will not beg to be lifted up. Because the hand of God has lifted you up. And because the hand of God has lifted you up, no man can put you down. In the name of Jesus, 
Whatever you have been looking for, we look for you. Amen. I said, whatever you have been looking for, we look for you this year. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Where you have failed before this year, you shall succeed. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Where they have turned you down this year, then you will be accepted. Because God has accepted you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Any sickness, any disease that has defied medical attention, tonight we command you to fall off. 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 In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. As we live here tonight, failure is erased completely out of our dictionary. Impossibility is erased completely out of our dictionary. As we live here tonight, we shall come back with a testimony to the glory of God the Father, to the glory of God the Son, and to the glory of God the Holy Ghost. For in Jesus' mighty name, it is well with you. Let me hear louder.